Welcome to a new episode of the China Flexpad podcast. And today we are going to start all in the beginning with somebody who came to China to study here and then enter the career from China as a Flexpad abroad. Welcome, Michelle. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Michelle. I'm from Poland. My full name actually is Michalina Milczarczyk. And my Chinese name is Meng Huiling, Meng Zi de Meng, Zhi Hui de Hui, Ling Gan de Ling. I'm currently working as a project finance controller at Huawei here in Düsseldorf, Germany. But I'm also a master student at Peking University and uh, International Students Union president. I worked in process digitalization. I worked in negotiations. And my last job was blockchain consulting uh, remotely in Hong Kong. I'm passionate about innovation, and I believe that uh, communication is the key. That's why uh, I'm working across China and Europe for now to kind of be this building bridge that I think is very important. And uh, thank you, Francis. It's really nice to be here today with you. Thank you so much, Michelle. Why did you first come to China and what are the benefits of choosing China for this first step in your career? China is the future that we can experience today, really, uh, because there's just so many opportunities out there, especially in the area of innovation and technology that I'm so deeply interested in. Me personally, when I focus on the innovation, the technology, of uh, on those areas that go so fast nowadays, it is all coming from China. For me, my main driver for choosing this country was that it is a leader nowadays. China is the land of opportunities because there are not that many people who are specialists uh, in the country and who more importantly understand the country and the potential for growth because it is immense. And this is a good reason to choose China above any other country. When you made this decision five years ago to go to China, can you tell us about what were you expecting when you were taking this move to go to China? I started with the language itself. Um, it's a funny story. I found a book to learn Chinese. Um, just on one random day, I found this um, very small book uh, to learn Chinese from for the beginners. And uh, I just decided to learn the language uh, and Just see, because everyone believes it's the hardest language in the world and I love challenges. So that's how my whole adventure started. And then one year after uh, I was already learning Chinese like, oh, almost every day because I got so much into it, I decided that I want to understand the country better uh, because I got into the culture and the history and the poetry and all the re related to languages, uh, parts of the Chinese heritage. And this, that's when I made the decision, okay, I'm going to China. And the um, idea was uh, to go for a month and just travel across uh, uh, a few cities such as uh, Beijing, Tianjin, Shanghai, Suzhou, Hangzhou, just to see and uh, completely with an open mind understand the country itself what it is now because we know china from the books we know china from uh, what people say about china but it's very important to to make that um, first impression yourself and of course 
my parents at first were uh, quite hesitant, um, although they were always supporting me. And uh, they're actually quite open-minded people. I'm very lucky <laughs> in this aspect. Uh, but of course, especially when it comes to my friends, they were like, are you crazy? You're going to the big country that you don't know anything about just with a backpack aren't you afraid it's completely different you cannot know possibly what can you expect i think we can all relate to this feeling and this experience but it's good to be prepared what would be challenges and risks that you actually really see and you say this is something that you should prepare for so i saw many foreigners doing business in and with china But the ones that excelled, that really excelled, are the ones uh, who truly understand the nuances of cultural differences and just embrace them. What would you say is something you can do to prepare for this challenge? For everyone who is interested in China, who are living in China or planning to go there or doing a business, I think it's a really good uh, step forward to start with the language. Because this is how you understand first the other person. And then you have this background to the whole culture setting. Because culture is actually embedded in language itself. And it helps us understand the people, the country, the mindset. So uh, I think that um, this this step, learning Chinese language, is the, the best thing one can do at the very start of their career. Because... For us young people, what we have is time, we have really good spirit, we have the willingness to learn. And many dreams. Yes, putting this into a learning language is really the best step uh, one can do. Is it okay to only learn Chinese or do you need other skills as well? I like to see a language as a tool, but a tool that you don't know how to use or you have no use for is useless, right? So... Um, although Chinese is a very powerful tool uh, because it is a very hard language and not that many people decide to stick to it and go through the uh, whole pain of being a self-learner or just a beginner at the language, it is not enough in my uh, view because uh, you're going to a country where a lot of people speak the language and a lot of speak people speak uh, English perfectly. In the times we are speaking, it is um, bare minimum, I would say, to have at least some understanding of Chinese. Uh, it used to be a very strong asset, but it's not anymore, simply because more and more people are interested in China, more and more people speak Chinese. And more importantly, a lot of Chinese people already have very, very good education and they can speak English fluently. So if you want Chinese to be your asset, you have to provide some additional value. How do you do that, Michelle? How, how do you provide this value? Personally, I uh, for me, Chinese is uh, on top of my financial background and my tech background. I actually treated Chinese always as a hobby. I'm a self-learner. I started with this one book. Chinese should be uh, treated like this. It should become a part of your lifestyle. So the, the core value that you have is something that you find you're useful. So focus on being useful to other people and the career will follow. 
So if you're a student, let's say, and you're curious and active, uh, just search for your strong strengths and think who can benefit from that strength. So I, I like to encourage uh, other students uh, also to join like students union because this is um, a good way to first get an experience, professional experience without any risks. When we go to the university, we still do not know fully who we are. We really need to have this clash with reality and see our strengths, our weaknesses. Who can benefit from this? Because this is like a sandbox for later career. It helps you to grow as a person. And this is the essence of the career path definition, you know, to understand your uh, strong point, your usefulness point. You first have to understand yourself. That's why I like to say know thyself. First, it is very important to see it from this from this point of view, to localize where you can add value and then to whom you can add value. I totally agree to all what you're saying. So you need to find an area where you can provide value to others, especially to internationals and to Chinese people and professionals and companies. So how do you make sure that you actually end up in a Chinese surrounding, speaking and learning Chinese and not in the expat bubble? How do you get out of there? The best way to exit the bubble is to put a step forward because all those steps can help you achieve it. You need to put in the effort. You need to get some Chinese friends, speak to the people, try not to put yourself in the bubble in the first place because very often uh, you are in the bubble not because someone forces you to but because you, you're staying in the same place and if you don't try to exit then how can you how can you and although it is hard in China it's true but it is possible just speak to people try to be more open and this is also why the language is such a powerful tool to achieve this because chinese people are very friendly if you show that you are you know interested in getting to know them and getting this uh, personal relation then you will build it over time but it's not something that you you do overnight Uh, especially in Chinese culture, relationships are built over time and with effort. And what would you say is the best way to start your career after graduating in China? So universities very often provide very nice things such as students' unions, um, a lot of initiatives, or even aside of university, any practices, any pro bono initiatives, all those steps are giving you the experience necessary to kickstart the career. Because career is not something that you build from a certain point. Career is something you're building actually from the moment you are born, because this is how you approach things. This is uh, your strengths, your weaknesses. I would like more students to understand that from the day one you enter the university, it's already building the career. So uh, it's really good to just get this um, practical experience and most over to, you know, to really to talk to people, to learn, to gain the experience. And this is the best kickstart because then when you graduate, um, you you don't start with um, a question mark. You start with certain experience, with um, expectations that you have 
towards your um, job, towards the people you want to work with. And what is the best way to actually find a job with all this experience in university? It is good to be proactive. First, define your strong points and uh, your weak points and your useful points and think how can you be of use and then think who can benefit from those. I really believe that this is how you can find a suitable match for a long-term um, job, for um, something that will serve uh, both sides. Because uh, so often people look at these things uh, just from one side, from, from our perspective. You look for a job, you're not only looking for someone to give you money, but at the same time, someone is looking for you to give your expertise, your knowledge, Uh, anything that you have to offer. So if you look for a match that will make both parties equally happy, this is how you can find this um, good good relation for, not for short, not for now, but something that will just work out in the long term. And what is your experience in working for a Chinese company right after university? Personally, I'm very happy with my job. Happy also to be able to use Chinese language uh, on an everyday basis uh, because uh, for me, it has become my uh, big hobby over the five years that I'm learning the language. I really enjoy working with Chinese people because I really think we have more in common than many people think uh, originally. I encourage everyone to not be afraid and just uh, try something new because for many people, this is something new. Chinese company, Chinese setting, uh, starting in China or moving to China. This, is, this all can seem scary, especially when it's uh, one of the first choices like this. But from my experience, I can say, go all in. <laughs> go all in and just try. And then Huawei, they sent you to Germany, right? Yes. So we have our European headquarters here here in Düsseldorf, Germany. I did not look for a job at the time. I was contacted by a Huawei recruitment. It's a good place to be. Although I was always thinking that uh, my career will start in China. But uh, then I thought, okay, this is a, this is a nice chance. And uh, I've never lived in Germany before. And I really enjoy it so far. So uh, nice country, Francis. Of course, of course. You, there's nothing else you can say. Okay. What would you say is the biggest lessons learned from your experience in China? Everything you do matters. Who you are, what you stand for, what are your aspirations, all matter in the long term. So I firmly believe that reputation is your strongest, strongest asset, especially in China, where most of the communication is mouth to mouth. It is surprising, really, how much people you never even met in your life know about you already. It has both sides, right? So you can take it as an advantage or disadvantage, uh, depending on who you are and uh, what you do. My advice would be think about the reputation you want to build for yourself and be mindful about this. So you're working for a Chinese company in Europe. So what do you think? Is this the future that um, Chinese companies are going to hire Flexpats to build their European presence? Yes, especially for my company. Uh, this is uh, definitely one of the key goals for us to get more uh, international people uh, coming in. Because simply 
um, when you have a room full of people all sharing different backgrounds, different mindset, different languages, this is where you can be creative. And this is where uh, the best ideas are grown. So yes, why not? Um, we can see that more and more Chinese companies are getting abroad. So for sure, we'll see bigger demand. So if you talk to German or Polish colleagues at Huawei who don't have the experience in China, what is something that you explain to them about China and about Chinese culture? You have to be open. You have to understand before you judge. If you look back on your career, your complete career from university today, what are you thankful about? I would say I'm thankful for the opportunities to meet people. Because my biggest inspiration in life is people. I also uh, like to say that my biggest hobby is people. And just because uh, I got this marvelous opportunity to meet amazing, most outstanding individuals from Europe, from China, people who traveled, who dared to try uh, to learn a new language, to move to a new country, this opens a mind. This is something that is very important, especially for young people. So this is something also I'm very thankful about. And also as um, president of International Students Union, we have an initiative, it's called She's Got It, where we connect the mentors with our students, just simply to, to, to get this communication, to learn how your life can look like. Because Quite often, the most limiting factor in our lives is ourselves. So this is something I'm very thankful that I met such amazing people in my way. Who should listen to this episode and what's your message? I think this episode is for everyone who uh, is at the beginning of their career and who, like me, uh, they want to understand China more and to understand how can they do it, how can they start and how to build themselves. The reputation is your strongest asset and it takes time to build it. This is something we build and we can destroy in one day. Every single step matters. Every day matters. And be it one year, be it five days. The way you are perceived by people is who you really are in their eyes. Thank you so much, Michelle, for joining the China Flexpad podcast. It was really interesting to understand all this about communication, culture, profile, career building, skills, Chinese language, and anything else that we need in order to build our reputation. And then we can work internationally and really build our career. And this was really interesting. And with this, thank you, Michelle. Thank you for having me. And that's it. Another episode of the China Flexpad podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you want to help us, there are many things you can do. First of all, you could tell your friends about us, anyone who is interested in working in or with China. We want to be a community where we help each other and we want to help your friend. In order to do this, he or she has to find us first. If you want to be a speaker, please contact me, Francis, or you can also recommend Another speaker for this podcast, anyone who is willing to share his or her experience and be of help for young and older professionals. You can also give us a five-star review on your podcast app, especially iPhone podcast that is very valuable to us. And if there is anything else you can think of, please just let me know. I would love to hear from you. 
Thank you and bye bye.